Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. How about if we start off with some fun today? Actually, listeners will have to provide their own fun, but they can do so pretty simply. The site to go to is whichfaceisreal.com. As one might guess from the site's name, it includes a selection of photos of real people next to images of computer AI-generated depictions of supposedly real people. The fun is in clicking on the image that the viewer thinks is the real person. No problem. Anybody can tell the difference between a real person and some computer-generated image, right? Well, as it turns out, not so much. A paper entitled, quote, AI Synthesized Faces Are Indistinguishable from Real Faces and More Trustworthy, end quote, published in PNAS, or Publication of the National Academy of Sciences, in February of 2022, asserts in the abstract, quote, Artificial intelligence, AI, synthesized text, audio, image, and video are being weaponized for the purposes of non-consensual intimate imagery, financial fraud, and disinformation campaign. Our evaluation of the photorealism of AI-synthesized faces indicates that synthesis engines have passed through the uncanny valley and are capable of creating faces that are indistinguishable from and more trustworthy than real faces. End quote. Whoops. That may be a good thing to keep in mind before you go to whichfaceisreal.com and lay down your hard-earned money betting that either you could beat someone at identifying the real people, or that you could pick, say, three out of four of the choices accurately. Hundreds of people in the experiments conducted by the researchers could do no better than more or less statistical chance, about 50% like flipping a coin in picking correct choices. And what might be even more interesting is that a separate batch of subjects were asked to rate the trustworthiness of faces, some of which were real and some of which were computer-generated and were not people at all. Guess what? The viewers thought that the simulated images of people seemed more trustworthy to them than the photos of the actual real people. We'll put links to all the papers and sites mentioned today on the page for today's program in the Public Affairs Archives at www.weru.org, including one called thispersondoesnotexist.com, which is entirely open source and allows anyone to generate and download an image of, well, someone who doesn't exist. Why the heck would anyone do that, other than maybe for fun? Well, to make money, for example. As Wired reported in an article entitled, quote, A thousand-plus AI-generated LinkedIn faces uncovered, end quote, with the subheading, quote, More than 70 businesses created fake profiles to close sales, end quote. This was discovered simply by happenstance. Rene DeResta and Josh Goldstein from the Stanford Internet Observatory made the discovery after DeResta was messaged by a profile reported to belong to a woman named Keenan Ramsey. 
However, despite the handsome-looking headshot on LinkedIn, it turned out that there is no such person. That led DeResta and her colleague Goldstein to look further into LinkedIn, and they found at least a thousand other phony images supposedly belonging to real people who, in fact, do not exist. LinkedIn, if you're not familiar with it, is a major site for professionals to communicate and to list and look for jobs, describe sales, and other professional activities. LinkedIn was not at all amused by this situation. But why send emails from someone who doesn't exist? For one thing, people who don't exist don't have to be paid, which means they're a whole lot cheaper to deploy for potential online sales than a real human being. At least 70 companies think so. If a recipient of one of those messages clicks to respond on the offer in the message, that message then does go to a real person, one who knows the respondent is already interested in whatever the phony identity was pitching. Essentially, it's cold calls are us, without the cost of having a bunch of paid cold callers doing work in some basement. This is, alas, one example that was discovered. There are undoubtedly many more that have not been discovered yet. And it's not just images we're talking about here. It's audio as well. We won't go into the details here, but we'll post a link to a paper by a group of Google researchers in London on the page for today's program. So, what can a regular person do to spot these phony people? Well, it's not easy, but the Wired article does offer some hints about what to look for to help identify fakes. Here are some of them. Quote, Backgrounds are often indistinct, blurry, or irregular. Clothes often appear to be irregular with collars being inconsistent, lines being imprecise, and other similar artifacts. Teeth can appear irregular or blend into lips. Hair appears to have excess flyaways, which can vanish and reappear, while longer hair can look imprecise. Reflections and lighting can be irregular. Glitches in the skin, missing or irregular accessories. The person's eyes are perfectly centered in the image. End quote. Making a buck is obviously not the only potential use of this technology. It also offers all sorts of possibilities for bots and disinformation on the web, and is being used for that today. Twitter and LinkedIn have already taken down millions, that is, millions, of phony accounts, often that seem to follow one another to generate more traffic. Then there's making people seem to say what they never have said or probably never would say. Perhaps the most famous video from a while ago is that of Jordan Peele seeming to make Barack Obama say things that Obama never said, and that's a video that's definitely worth a look. We'll put a link to that short video on today's program page as well. The difference between when that video was made and today is that in the old video, Peele was modifying a real video of Obama. Today, it's possible to create the video from scratch and the voice as well, using artificial intelligence technology similar to that in use by the sites mentioned earlier. Politicians have gotten wise to this 
and more than one has already claimed, accurately or inaccurately, that he or she never said that. It's a deep fake of him or her. Sorting what is and what is not real is becoming more and more of a challenge on the web. But for the sake of ourselves and our society and our democracy, it's worth investing some time and energy into learning how this stuff works and how to identify phony images, video, and audio. And we'll do our best to help in that effort right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. <laughs>